Hello, welcome to our Remarkable Women podcast. This is a branch of ministry from our women's ministry at Grace Community Church in Goshen, Indiana. I'm your host and core team member, Shelby Gillette. The heart behind this podcast is to connect us together while we talk about the everyday experiences that women deal with. This is a place for women to share about their own journey and what God is doing in their life. It's a place where we can learn from their experiences, glean from their wisdom, be encouraged that we are not alone, and find hope in the everyday. So today we get to talk about one of my favorite ministries here at Grace Community Church, and that is Axis Youth Ministry. It's for any student between 7th grade and 12th grade. It meets on Wednesday nights, and students are able to come and interact with their peers, be poured into by some amazing leaders, and hear biblical teaching. Um, What better way to have that second voice in your student's life? And to talk about that ministry here today is one of our fabulous leaders, Bethany Bean. Welcome, Bethany. Thank you for having me. Of course. I'm so glad you're here. Um, So before we get started, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Yes. My name is Bethany Bean. We've lived in Goshen for about nine years. Um, My husband is Josh. We've been married 15 years. We just celebrated our anniversary. Nice. Congratulations. Thank you. And we have two kids who are lots of challenges, but (laughs) (laughs) we love them to death. Um, Brooklyn is 12 and Gabby is 10. Um, And then we are hosting an exchange student this year from Spain. Her name's Almudena. Um, I -hmm. like to garden when it's warm, which is not (laughs) entirely too long of a season here, but... Um, it's fun. And I like to sew and mm-hmm. mostly just have lots of fun doing all kinds of things. Mm-hmm. I'm a seven and an otter, so <laughs> that's great. <laughs> So, Bethany, you are currently a leader in our youth ministry here, um, but what was your experience like growing up um, with your own youth group? Well, I um, grew up in the church. My dad was a pastor, and we went to a really small church. Um, we were My sisters and I were actually the only youth in our church growing wow. up. Um, and so occasionally we would go to a sister church in our city, Um, and go to their youth group. But um, since it wasn't our home church, it was kind of irregular. Mm -hmm. Um, We tried to stay involved, but, um, you know, life happens. Um, And I think a lot, it was really good. I love my family and our church growing up, and a lot of people assumed I was doing better than I actually was. Mm -hmm. And I think um, that I don't know. We didn't always have that current like check-in. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I kind of went through a pretty big time of rebellion, and mm-hmm. I had everybody fooled. People would be like, "Oh, how are you doing, Bethany?" or like assume I would be fine. And I got really good at saying I was okay, but I kept going down the path of more and more rebellion. And mm-hmm. I would do um, church camp and different retreats every year, and every year I would try to, uh, I would basically say, oh, I'm going to stop doing all these things, but Mm -hmm. I know we're bad for me, and then 
it would last maybe a day or a week. (laughs) And I would kind of fall back into old habits like pretty quickly. And um, and if you know me at all, you know I do things like pretty intensely. (laughs) And I did that a lot with – on the flip side too – um, I really <laughs> excelled at rebellion. <laughs> Great so, <work. laughs> um, it, uh, I remember getting to a point in my life, I think it was maybe my junior year. Um, my sister was fresh into college, and so I was the oldest one. Not putting any blame on her, but she mm-hmm. was kind of one of my mentors, mm-hmm. um, and I didn't want to – partly like she would tell on me, but I'll – also just kind of hold me accountable to stuff. Mm. And when she was gone, I um, I really kind of started going down that path. And I remember thinking and even praying, like, God, if you're real, I know you'll help me to stop doing all these things that I know mm. are bad for me. Mm. And then it would be really hard, like, because clearly he doesn't want me to do that. But um, – and so then I kind of got to a place where I'm like, maybe this is all fake. And I really, like, spiraled downhill quickly. Mm-hmm. And um, so anyway, that was dark, and I don't want to glorify it too much, but <laughs> um, I've spent the night in jail before. I've mm-hmm. I partied. I um, pretty much did everything um, in this list. In Colossians 3. (laughs) So anyway, fast forward, um, I was at camp um, after my senior year, and I remember looking. There was a sermon. I don't even know what it was about, um, but the passage was from Colossians 3, and I remember looking at that list and just feeling really like, wow, this is my life to a T. Um, It says... Um, but now you must rid yourself of all these, all, all such things as these, anger, rage, malice, slander, and filthy language from your lips. Do not lie to each other since you have taken off the old self with its practices. And I remember thinking, okay, um, that's me. Mm-hmm. And just kind of like kind of guilty. I remember most of my faith journey I um, just didn't. I, was, I thought of it like all these rules I was supposed to follow, and mm-hmm. I knew all the things I shouldn't be doing, and I'm like, well, I'm going to do them. <laughs> so <laughs> um, it, I don't know. Like it starts like small, and then it would get bigger and bigger and um, just kind of escalated. Mm-hmm. And I never really had people pouring into me like, so how are you really doing Mm-hmm. Or recognizing, like, I know you're struggling. Mm-hmm. Um, I know you're lying to me about how you're really doing. So um, not blaming anybody, mm-hmm. but um, I think that had to, a lot to do with how far down that path I got. And I, so I remember being in that sermon, and I kind of looked at the list, but then I just kept reading, and it was like my come-to-Jesus moment, mm-hmm. like, oh, I'm supposed to put on the new self, which I had never really done before. Like, I accepted Jesus into my life when I was, like, five. Sure. And I think my parents were great, but there's only so much you can do as a parent. Like, Mm -hmm. 
Um, like, I don't want to tell my parents, hey, I'm doing all this stuff. <laughs> right. Because <laughs> then I'd get in trouble. Um, and who wants that? Right. And so, um, like, I didn't know what it meant to put on the new self. And I, mm. so I kept reading and um, I honestly didn't pay any attention to the rest of that sermon, but I was like reading the Bible and it was mm. like, Jesus was speaking right to my soul. And it says, put on the new self, which is being renewed in the knowledge in the image of its mm. creator. And, and it says, therefore, as God's chosen people, holy and dearly loved, clothe yourself with compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. Um, bear with each other and forgive one another. Forgive as the Lord forgave mm. you. And over all these virtues, put on love, which binds them all together in perfect unity. And I, you know, kind of realized I wasn't doing any of that. Um, most of my friends I surrounded myself with would like cheer me on and to do more and more things that were mm -hmm. harmful to me. And so along with this sermon and, you know, kind of realizing this, uh, my counselor at the time, she kind of walked me through it and she had a similar, um, you know, past. And she said, you know, all those friends of yours, who are encouraging you in these ways, mm -hmm. they don't mm. love you. Wow. And someone who would allow, like, see that in your life and let you basically mm -hmm. harm yourself, um, that's not healthy. And you need someone who is going to encourage you to um, follow God and mm. build yourself up. Mm -hmm. So that um, I actually took a year off of school after I graduated mm -hmm. and – um, that summer, I remember I started actually doing all these things. Like, mm. I think I was trying to, like, um, just basically earn my salvation <laughs> and not do certain things. Mm. But I I never realized, like, okay, if I, I need to fill the big hole in my life mm -hmm. with, like, good things that are healthy, like – I memorized James, which um, it's a pretty, like, in-your-face type of book, but it was so yes, it good for me. And I'm like, this is what I needed. I need mm. to be like, okay, this is wrong. And it basically was really helpful. And um, I actually was a quiz coach. I did Bible quizzing growing mm -hmm. yep. all through. And I did really well that year because <laughs> we were doing Romans and James, and I knew – I didn't memorize Romans, but I knew it pretty well. And so along with that, and also I started um, listening to Christian music, which was new for me. Mm -hmm. And I stopped dating non-Christians. <laughs> I always had a boyfriend and mm -hmm. wasn't good either. So I really grew a lot that year. And then I went to Huntington College, mm -hmm. and that also helped. By then I was actually trying to grow closer to mm. God and kind of like pour good into my life and realize like I was already saved and just needed the grace of God to like mm. work in my life and yeah. actually practice all these things. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. So yeah, I learned a lot and my parents were great. I actually remember one of the times kind of before that I got into some kind of trouble and I was sitting in a chair crying mm. and they were in front of me 
on the floor and we all prayed together. And I remember during that prayer, like I could feel a physical, someone hugging my mm. back and I'm like, what is this? <laughs> wow. But it was just like that mm. almost like physical peace of God, mm. like basically telling me like, okay, my parents can forgive me. How much more can God forgive me? Mm -hmm. And I started to like realize like, okay, mm -hmm. the stuff in the Bible is actually true. And I, I think I needed that time of like mm. truly like rock bottom to kind of like build myself up and rely on God to heal me and mm -hmm. go from there. Wow. Thanks so much for sharing your story. Um, obviously, I did not know you in high school, <laughs> um, but I know you now, and you are the epitome of the compassion and kindness and humility. Um, and so it's it's crazy to see what God has done in your life from when you were in high school to now, because you are the woman, uh, like you are clothed in those things now, and that's that's really cool to see. Thank you. So you obviously had a lot of experiences growing up. Um, why did you choose to get involved with Access here at Grace? Well, Josie um, first asked me if I would want to get involved with Access, and I told her, as long as it's senior high, because <laughs> junior high is Junior hires scare me a little bit. Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, but then I ended up serving with the junior hires. <laughs> and um, we. I started when they were in seventh grade. Mm -hmm. And I did love it. It was a little stretch for me at the time. But um, I remember praying with Josie to help our mm -hmm. connections grow a little bit more. It seemed very, like, kind of surfacey answers. Mm -hmm. Nobody really felt connected. And then – um, kind of a little bit after that, probably the next year, we didn't realize how well our prayers were working, <laughs> and it really <laughs> kind of escalated, and we felt a little unprepared. Mm -hmm. um, but also, I was kind of glad. Um, I was glad they were sharing, even though it was really hard things. Um, and honestly, kind of my past, like, the stuff they were sharing, it didn't scare me because mm -hmm. I've been through all of it and I didn't judge them. Um, and I, it's kind of a place to process it. And sometimes parents will be like, um, here's what's going on with my child. And like, I really kind of want them to be able mm -hmm. to tell me. Yeah. But also, um, I have to keep in mind, like, it's not my job to like magically fix them. Mm -hmm. Like, I can't wave a magic wand and like everything's better because that it's not my job. I had to realize um, just in my nice. own first faith <laughs> journey, like I, it's not my role to fix them, mm -hmm. but to point them back to Jesus yeah. and like him changing them. Mm -hmm. And that's like a huge um, thing I'm constantly learning. Mm -hmm. um, but it is my job to kind of check in on them. Mm -hmm. And I can also really recognize um, – when they're lying to me or struggling, like they kind of stop coming and mm. I'll reach back out and be like, hey, where have you been? Mm -hmm. <laughs> so um, mm -hmm. I just like that I can kind of come alongside mm -hmm. the parent and mm -hmm. be someone different. Um, 
to kind of nudge them. But also, it's fun. I, kn- <laughs> I like dodgeball. Um, what better way to get out aggression than smashing a ball at someone's face? <laughs> so true. <laughs> so that helped a lot. My husband and I um, help with the games mm-hmm. too, which is fun. But honestly, it's a fun way. Like we have a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. And it's good to have a place to do that besides like – going to a party or mm. something that's yeah. not going to be showing you Jesus. But mm. um. I love that you get to be that second voice in so many of these girls' lives um, because you started in seventh grade, but now where are your girls? Oh, now, yes. Thank you. Um, so I've followed them from seventh grade all the way mm-hmm. up to seniors. Um, they're g- going to be graduating and – our conversations this year are more to do with colleges mm-hmm. and or not college. Mm-hmm. Um, like even God using that in my life. Like I took a year off mm-hmm. and I yeah. am able to share like, hey, it's okay if mm-hmm. you don't go to college at least right away or at all. Yeah. Um, but it's really cool to see them grow and it's going to be really hard next year. They ask me like what I'm going to do. And I'm like, I don't know, probably follow you around to college. (laughs) It's just what they want. (laughs) I love the investment that you've put in for so many years though. um, And that will obviously follow them around. I mean, not literally follow them the rest of their lives, but they, they have you for the rest of their lives to talk about stuff and process stuff with. And that's really, really cool. So there have definitely been a lot of laughs um, in the time that you've spent with Axis, but what is one of the meaningful connections that you've had with some of your girls? Well, just um, last year, mm-hmm. around March, we had this thing called quarantine. That doesn't sound Have right. you heard of it? <laughs> And it was really stressful for, I think, Mm. the entire world. Mm -hmm. Um, And I knew these girls were missing Mm. prom and school. And I just thought to myself, like, that would be really hard. And we – I reached out to everybody who had come. (laughs) Like, some of them text back, like, I don't really go to Access anymore. (laughs) So I'm like, that's fine. Um, I just was checking Mm. in, like, how Mm -hmm. are you doing? How can I be praying for you? Like – I care about you and I know this is a hard Mm. thing in your life. Like, I don't really know how to help, but (laughs) it was kind of like we're in this together. Yeah. And um, so some of them who had not uh, been coming either very long or very frequently um, actually started coming after that. Mm. And um, one of the girls who I think I had met her once, I – somehow had her number and um, she started coming to we had a group Mm -hmm. um, at my house like one of the first weeks before we got completely shut down and then we moved to Zoom Mm -hmm. um, which was hard but she would be there every week all of a sudden I'm like oh that's really neat (laughs) I got to know her and um, one of them actually became a Christian at Dadfest and then I was able to baptize both mm. of them, um, which was really a cool experience. I felt really honored, and mm-hmm. um, so that was really neat mm-hmm. just to be kind of mm-hmm. a spiritual mentor 
so many times I feel like my role is to create chaos and fun. <laughs> <laughs> we do a lot of pranking, so it was neat to also have um, mm -hmm. other kind of meaningful things happen. For sure. And you, like – allow these girls to be seen, right? Like you showed them that you love them and you care about them. And that's, that's really cool. Yes. I think, um, I kind of learned in my own faith journey that it, I almost felt like I wasn't allowed, not allowed, but I didn't really grow until kind of, I was more of an adult mm. and it's not true. These girls have so much to offer well, and yeah, um, they're great. They're doing really cool things at their schools and mm. bringing people in. Like one of them, they're friends at school, and she invited her the first time. And mm. like it's kind of our job to encourage them how to grow like earlier on mm. mm -hmm. and not just like after school. So you have been with your girls for almost six years now. Um, what would you say you like most about leaving? Well, it's not really the um, sitting there and <laughs> any specific thing on Wednesday, but it's um, deep down the connections I feel. Like when I mm -hmm. see them outside of Axis, they're like, they actually want to talk to me <laughs> and they like look for me. And mm. that's just feeling like um, – they, I'm important to them, yeah. and um, it's really cool to see, like, throughout the years, um, a lot of them have confided in me that mm. they don't really feel like they have their person, and mm. um, just kind of, and it's funny because I'm like, you know, you've all said that to me, <laughs> <laughs> and so we've, we've talked about it once, and now that they're seniors, like, I've seen them actually become that to each other and they do think like even though they don't go to the same school they're hanging out on the weekends or after access mm -hmm. they'll go out and it does help that they can drive now but it's neat to see them planning stuff and at first they were like sorry that you weren't there for that and I'm like no we <laughs> want that to happen we want you guys to you know connect and do things mm -hmm. together um and also different things that we've done outside of church, like the chat group nights have been really neat. Yeah. Um, I think we kind of encouraged that to happen because we were sort of doing that before mm -hmm. it was officially an access thing. We would plan like a slumber party or one time we um, dressed up like 80s and we went, we took the town of Goshen and took pictures <laughs> everywhere. That was really fun. So different, just kind of kind of connections and memories yeah. that we've had mm -hmm. as a whole. It's hard to pick like one specific thing, but just those connections, I think. Yeah, that's great. You talked about a couple of the things that you've done outside of church, uh, which is like the chat group, get-togethers, how you dressed up in crazy clothes. Um, but what would a student um, look to experience on a typical Wednesday night? Well, the kids are encouraged to come early. Mm -hmm. uh, we have that amazing 
um, new youth room with all the games and the hangout area. <laughs> um, so usually people are in there kind of playing games or talking and I see kids kind of scattered. And mm-hmm. um, so we do that until about seven. And then um, sometimes we start with a game. Sometimes we start with worship, mm-hmm. um, kind of varies. And then there's some teaching by mm-hmm. your lovely husband, yes, Jordan. Yes, uh-huh. um, And then a lot of times we'll break up into chat groups, and that is um, split up by mm-hmm. age and gender. And we just talk about um, the questions that have to do with the sermon, but a lot of times – other things mm-hmm. we stray sometimes, especially <laughs> being girls. <laughs> if you've ever been part of a Bible study, you know yes. that tends to happen. But we try to keep it focused on their growth and mm-hmm. um, the our motto in Axis is connect, grow, mobilize, and then repeat. And we're encouraging the kids to do all those things and to go out in the world. The repeat part is mm-hmm. to encourage them to repeat the cycle in someone else's life. Yeah. Great. Bethany, what encouragement would you give to a parent who's on the fence about involving their student in access? Well, it is a little overwhelming when you first come mm-hmm. and before you know people. Um, but we're they're ready and waiting. Mm-hmm. A lot of times we recognize when someone's new and mm-hmm. so many of the kids there really um, jump right on in and getting them involved as well. It's not just our job, but they mm-hmm. kind of appear um, – like including them in their group Hmm. is more encouraging than a leader who to the kids, sometimes it feels a little forced, but um, it's also like we are, there's so many different um, other leaders that love your kids and want to Hmm. pour into their lives. Um, It's not just me, but we're (laughs) we're there waiting and it is more fun Hmm. with more kids there. Um, It takes, you know, a week or two, but I think it's really helpful to have that second and third voice. Mm-hmm. S- several of the yeah. groups have multiple leaders, and like if they don't connect with someone like me who's a little bit <laughs> crazy, we have <laughs> some of the leaders are a little bit more normal, <laughs> but still care about your kids and um, give it a try. Um, I think we have a lot of fun and. It's worth modeling that. You mm-hmm. can come to Parent Encounter while your kid does Axis, mm-hmm. or you could get involved. Um, there's a lot of other ministries that meet on Wednesday nights, too. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I love what you said about modeling it for your child. Um, and those, like, when they're in seventh grade, they can't drive. And mm-hmm. so part of modeling that is making it a priority and bringing them and um, allowing them to do that, connect and grow and um, showing that in your own life and surrounding them with people who are modeling them that for them as well. Right. <clears throat> 
thank you so much for joining us today, Bethany, and for sharing your story and your passion for your girls and for youth ministry here at Grace. Um, If there is something shared today that you've connected with and would like to talk to someone about it, please reach out. You can email our women's ministry director, Natalie Reblogel at nreblogel at gc.church, and she can set up a time to chat or connect you with Bethany or youth pastors, Jordan Gillette and Charlie Miller. Thank you for joining us today. Until next time.